Hi and welcome to the Book Talks podcast. It's the podcast where we interview traditionally and self-published authors. What's their book about? What's their story behind the story? What inspired them? In today's episode, we will be talking to Dr. Patrick Ojo. He is the author of the book, Pharmacy in Bondage. Now, this is a very interesting book. Uh, simply for the simple reason that it is very timely. This book depicts an accurate historical account of pharmacy, its bondage, subservience, topsy-turvy fame, service to humanity, and awesome contribution to the healthcare system of the world and in the United States as well. Uh, Dr. Ojo, how are you doing? I'm fine. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Thank you for allotting your time and talking to us uh, today. Um, mm-hmm. I hope everything's fine on your end. Yes. Okay, perfect. So uh, just a quick question. Because uh, um, your book basically is a lengthy book, 704 page in, in, to be exact. And rightfully so, doctor, because it's very informative. It's very detailed. And congratulations to, 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 to this, um, to, for you sharing this knowledge to the world, basically. Thank you very much. Yes. So just a quick question. Are you like a medical doctor or uh, can you explain to us what your background is? Okay. I am a clinical pharmacist. And uh, clinical pharmacists, uh, if you are new to that concept, uh, they are the daughter of pharmacy degree holders. Uh, the daughter of pharmacy degree started in USA in 1950. And uh, it's become the, the, uh, the mainstay of uh, pharmacy profession today. And uh, if you may want to know, uh, the doctor of pharmacy uh, is what is now ordained in the uh, United States of America. Uh, so all others have been phased out. So if mm. you you see any pharmacist, if you see any pharmacy student now, they are all in the doctor of pharmacy program. So and uh, mm. the BSc and all other programs have been phased out. So this is now the only modus operandi for operating pharmacy here mm-hmm. in U.S. and uh, a large la- uh, la part of the world, or uh, a lo- lot of uh, places in the world. It has spread all over the world. That's what mm-hmm. I can say. Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a clinical pharmacist and a regular pharmacist again? Okay, the clinical pharmacist is more clinically oriented uh, in terms of drug okay. knowledge, application mm-hmm. of the drug knowledge to patients, and the uh, usage of those knowledge to do to make a better outcome in terms of patients and then that, uh, managing uh, disease state, managing the uh, medications. Because these days we have, as we age, uh, we have comorbidities. And mm-hmm. with comorbidity comes a lot of medications. And mm-hmm. it's not unusual to see an elderly patient or some people now on 13 to 25 or even more than or 30 medications and mm. in the day or any time that they are asked to take the medications. So, mm-hmm. and uh, this is a very complex thing. And according to uh, the father of uh, toxicology, uh, the paracelsus in the 15th century, he said uh, all are toxic. The only mm. thing that made the differences is dosage. So if you recognize the fact that all, whatever thing that you take into your body are toxic, and uh, the only thing that will make the difference is uh, just dosage. Uh, of course, mm-hmm. the water, we all love to drink water. Mm-hmm. Water is therapy when we take it in normal uh, the quantity and in the normal place. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get drowned in the ocean, the water is toxic. It kills yes. you. Yes. So that, that those are those are the things, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, with that in mind, uh, you know that the chemicals that we are pumping into our body as drugs, they mm-hmm. are not just drugs, uh, but they are chemicals, and mm-hmm. chemicals uh, that are poisons, and they are, you can take them uh, at dawn, and uh, instead of ameliorating your condition by dusk, you uh, you may end up in your graveyard at dusk. Mm-hmm because yeah. of the, the medicine that you took. And mm-hmm. uh, with today, uh, today, it cannot be more evident. Everywhere you go in the whole country, 
drug-related morbidity and mortality uh, is the fourth to sixth leading cause of death in U.S. I today. I agree. So, uh, and uh, all these are becoming more evident as we play along and, and as mm. we uh, discover this. And this is where clinical pharmacies are becoming much more relevant. Mm-hmm. And even the medical doctors and the other branches of medicine, they have acknowledged now. So this mm-hmm. is what this book is all about, because mm-hmm. this book went in details to mm-hmm. compare mm-hmm. all the courses taken by the various branches of medicine with that taken by the pharmacy. And mm-hmm. we're able to come up with really good comparison and mm-hmm. that made uh, uh, a logic. And mm-hmm. uh, as I've written uh, in my previous letters to the Senate and mm-hmm. the House of Representatives, mm-hmm. I stated clearly that uh, if uh, there's anyone in doubt of anything in the book, mm-hmm. they can conduct their own research. They can mm-hmm. uh, finance their own experiment to mm-hmm. disprove it. If mm-hmm. at any point in time they discover that any of the facts there is contrary or is not correct, the book will be withdrawn out of the market. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, that, that is to show the, the length or the, the degree of confidence. That's yes, that yes. Mm-hmm. That's book. how that's how confident uh-huh. you are with this material. Exactly. In, in, mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. book. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that is just as last noted. Uh, the, the, uh, do you want me to continue, or you yes. want me to please, wait please. for you to ask your question? Go okay. ahead, please. I, I, um, I was just about to ask you. Uh, tell us what's the book about. Okay, uh, what the book is about is uh, trying to bring out uh, the, uh, the the century-old enslavement of the pharmacy profession, or something like putting. Uh, what is supposed to be in a place that is not supposed to be. Uh, I give okay. you a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know that uh, specialty or specialization are taking uh, taking over all of, of our human spheres, and mm-hmm. everything everywhere you go now. We have journalists taking care of the news. We have mechanics taking care of our cars. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the dentists taking care of our teeth. We have uh, 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 the dermatologists the, the taking care of our skin. We have mm-hmm. uh, ophthalmologists and optometrists taking care of our eyes. Mm-hmm. But in the drug, there is no specialist. No specialist mm-hmm. and there are no specialties taking care of the drugs. This mm-hmm. is not just a question of me alone doing this. This is something that will be echoed for quite a, a good number of years now by Dr. Mm-hmm. Aris Gold, by Dr. David uh, Kessler, former FDA mm-hmm. chairman, mm-hmm. and uh, 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 Dr. Freeman, Dr. Kathy Worre. All these are all in the book. And they, so they all show that the necessity for us to have this uh, the, uh, specialty, taking care of this poison that we t- consume on a daily basis. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, the, and uh, the pharmacy, as, uh, as described in the book, they are overeducated, mm-hmm. uh, underutilized, and marginalized professionals. And I've as noted that. in the book, okay, as noted in the book, uh, uh, you, you have specialists mm-hmm. taking care of uh, or being in charge of their uh, destiny in all mm-hmm. other specialties, except the pharmacies that are mm-hmm. treated like children in their supposed area of jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. I, tell, I give you a, an instance. Uh, the pharmacist knows more than any other branches of medicine in terms of medications. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, 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 if you look into, the, the, if you read the book, mm-hmm. all this information, it's not just a question of me saying it or writing about it. They are all backed up by evidence. Yes. Studies of post studies that were conducted mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. all this regard. So mm-hmm. uh, you have uh, uh, Thompson study, uh, Thompson and other uh, Thompson Carter and other studies that show mm-hmm. that uh, uh, prescription written by clinical pharmacists are better than others in the medical field. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the, the book itself, you will see discover that one out of every fourteen courses qualified a physician assistant to prescribe drug. 
Mm-hmm. One out of 25 courses in school qualified a certified nurse practitioner to prescribe drugs. And there is, no, there is no residency in any of these. Mm-hmm. They don't do any residency. And uh, the veterinarian, one out of every 11 courses qualified the veterinarian mm-hmm. to prescribe drugs. Mm-hmm. One out of 17 qualified the optometrist to qualify drugs. And one out of 33 qualified mm-hmm. the dentist to prescribe drugs. And guess what? The other branches of medicine, one out of 17 mm-hmm. qualified them to prescribe drugs. Wow. Guess what? Uh, the, in, in pharmacy, 10. Wow. Out of every 10 courses that is taken in school of pharmacy, seven are drug-related. Mm-hmm. And this does not qualify the clinical pharmacist to prescribe drugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the physician assistant can prescribe more drugs more from the, uh, uh, the physician uh, assistant's formulary than the pharmacist can even dream of. As a matter of fact, if the pharmacist there say, uh, prescribe any of those drugs, he is going to jail. Or maybe he is going to lose his license. Because they will be, he will be accused of practicing yes. beyond his scope. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yet they are the expert in this area of studies. Mm-hmm. So this is where this book. This is why this book was written. And mm-hmm. well, you asked one question: uh, What motivated me? Yes, I was about to ask. What you motivated? That. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. What motivated me was this: When I was at the Long Island University. School of Pharmacy. I was studying pharmacy. Our, one day there was one of our professors that, uh, that a whole lot of us dreaded, and uh, uh, pharmacokinetics uh, uh, relating to uh, uh, chemistry, uh, mm. the chemistry of uh, pharmacists. So, mm. and this, uh, we were preparing for the exam. I was on my way to the library. That was when. Everything done on me. I, I mm. asked myself, I said, wait a minute. If I have to go through all these rigors to get my own degree in pharmacy, why do I have to end up as a dispenser just throwing peace from bottle to bottle mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. any avenue to utilize all this knowledge that I'm acquiring in school? That makes sense. And then I, 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 and then I kept asking myself, is this right? Mm-hmm. Of course, it wasn't right. Mm. And the more I dig into everything, I begin to gather enough information. I begin to gather. The more I gathered everything, the more the whole world revealed itself to me. Mm. And the more the uh, pharmacy uh, 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 enslavement revealed itself to me. So the, let me tell you, mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the medical field, pharmacy was almost synonymous with medicine at the beginning mm-hmm. of, or from mm-hmm. the credo of my kind. Mm-hmm. Because at that time, there were no education, no, 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 no formalities in terms mm-hmm. of all you need to do is just acquire the knowledge and then you start uh, 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 operating. And you start mm-hmm. doing, uh, uh, then later on it became apprenticeship. So the, the, uh, the school of pharmacy was the first to be conceived of all the branches of medicine that you can think of. Mm-hmm. The pharmacy was the first to be conceived in Baghdad, Mesopotamia. Mm-hmm. Mesopotamia in the ninth century. In the ninth century. So this was, this, the pharmacy was conceived as a specialty and mm-hmm. it never resulted in the, in the bed of a, a, a specialty. There was no bed. It just remained in the womb of medicine. Mm-hmm. What is more insulting? Let me tell you, anesthetic. Mm-hmm. Do you know anesthetic is a branch yes. of medicine? Yes, yes. Anesthetic is an infelicitimal part of pharmacy. Yes. Very, very little part of pharmacy. Mm-hmm. That all pharma- If you are a student of pharmacy, you are supposed to t- even go through that. Mm-hmm. But it is a branch of medicine, and to even make it work, do you know that it takes anesthetic less than a year for people to agitate for that specialty? 
less than less a year. Than a, it's all in the book. Less than mm-hmm. a year for people to agitate for that specialty, and it became a specialty in medicine. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It's all in the book. Mm-hmm. So that's and what you, where you see that it's unfair. Exactly. Urology and all of that, they are all there in the book. That urology mm-hmm. was just one year. It takes mm-hmm. them one year for people to say, oh, we need the, the, uh, this specialty. Mm-hmm. And that was all it takes. And mm-hmm. guess what? Everybody are taking the pharmacies for granted. Mm-hmm. They are taking the pharmacies for granted because mm-hmm. they just feel that, oh, they have to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So nobody mm-hmm. is even pausing to say what is mm-hmm. going on here is not right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're saying, and doctor, now, that uh, farm, the pharmacy profession is uh, uh, the most underrated, unappreciated, undervalued, but the most overworked profession in the medical industry? Uh, not the, the most of our work. I wouldn't use that word. I would just say that they are not given the opportunity to put into practice what they learn in school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. all gotcha. I'm saying. Gotcha, okay. Mm-hmm. So they are not given the opportunity to put into practice for the benefit of mankind or for the benefit of patients mm-hmm. what they learn in school. If you, the, the, the engineer, they spend four years in school. So why will a pharmacist spend six years and these days they are even spending the years in rotation and residency? Making mm-hmm. up to about seven years or so and come out, yet they cannot have an authority to do things in their own specialty. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I was even saying the other time, do you know that the, the, the work of the clinical pharmacist it's so evident now everywhere, everywhere, mm-hmm. in the hospitals, mm-hmm. and in the, in the community, in the nursing home, and everything, that mm-hmm. nobody can shy away from the achievement anymore. Yes. Because so, I think let, all let, let, medical profession, uh, professionals, uh, they have somewhat yes. need to undergo pharmacology. Right, I mean, exactly. you, it, it doesn't matter what kind of medical field you're on. You need to undergo. Uh, just so you know, sir, I, I back in the day, like uh, uh, ten years ago, I used to be a nurse. So I, okay. I do understand where you are coming from, the frustrations that you're coming from, doctor. I totally get it, mm. and rightfully so. Okay. That you are, you know, you're 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 the exact person. You're the perfect person, doctor, to. Talk about this, but yes, continue, please. Okay, so uh, as this become more evident, like these days, in a whole lot of hospitals and all those clinical settings, the uh, the prescribers, or uh, the quote unquote the the the, the, medi- uh, the 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 medical doctors or the other people, uh, because I look at pharmacy as a, a branch of medicine, not an errand boy of medicine. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when they just write prescriptions now. Mm-hmm. Like for vancomycin, or for the, 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 uh, for aminoglycoside, or many other drugs like that, mm-hmm. they just say pharmacy follow up, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the pharmacy had to go and then do the calculation, try to yes. because every they know that the pharmacy does it better than them. Yes, that's, and that's correct. Why I they agree. Are now, they are now more and more relying on pharmacy to do the job. So why will you keep this profession? Why will you mm-hmm. prevent them from doing what they do best for the benefit of market and for the benefit of patients? Mm-hmm. Okay, they, they, you, they, they are telling the pharmacists to, to do this and they are not giving them the right to practice in their own profession what they learn best, mm-hmm. which is not, the, the, it doesn't make sense. So, according to the statistics, like what I said not too long ago, the, 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 the statistics show that the World Health Organization in 1990 mm-hmm. showed that the drug, drug problem in USA cost America 1.6 million hospitalizations mm-hmm. and 106,000 deaths. Is that specified? Well, that, that, was that study specified because there are legal and illegal drugs, right? Well, no, 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 we are just talking about the prescribed drugs now. Oh, prescribed drugs. Prescribed okay, okay, drugs. okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. We are talking. About, we are not talking about the illegal drugs in the street or all those kind of things like that. Mm-hmm. We are talking mm-hmm. about 
this the World Health Organization, this was mm -hmm. their statistics in 1990. Mm -hmm. And in 1992, think study showed that 198,000 deaths were coming out of drug-related morbidity and mortality. And then the 76.5 billion was spent on this problem by the USA. In 1994, Lazarus and other studies show that the death from hospital statistics alone because of drug problem was 106,000 106, deaths. Mm -hmm. 106,000 deaths. And they discovered that it was about four to six leading cause of death. If you allow the specialists to take care of this problem, this is not something that is supposed to be as high as that. Mm -hmm. If you allow the specialists to do what they do best, they can reduce this problem. Instead of four to six leading cause of death, they can bring it down to 20 or maybe 10 or a year. But mm -hmm. if even it's one life you save, mm -hmm. it is worth it. Mm -hmm. And guess what? The Botman study, Botman study, Botman and other studies show that because of what the innovation they did in the nursing home, by allowing if, uh, the clinical pharmacy to put to use what they do best, they saved 8,500 human lives mm -hmm. every year mm -hmm. in nursing home, in nursing mm -hmm. home. And then they, 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 they saved the government, the U.S. government, $3.6 billion. $3.6 billion every year. Yeah, I'm sorry, but the, regarding that, I'm just going to make a follow-up. Do you think that because of this, uh, you know, underappreciated value of the profession, uh, do you think that it contributed to the efficiency and effectiveness of the part of the of, of the pharmacy profession in general? That is it. That is exactly what we are saying. Because mm -hmm. they, they are not allowed to do, because I said, time, let me tell you, we are saying all these things now, because even right now, it's like the pharmacy is kicking and there is like a, a, a child in the, in, in, the, uh, in the mother's womb. Mm -hmm. Every time it kicks, the mother hears, feels the pain. Mm -hmm. That is how pharmacy is now. Because mm -hmm. they are not being allowed to do all these things that they know where. Mm -hmm. And guess mm -hmm. what? All I'm mm -hmm. telling you now is without pharmacy being given the authority to teach prescribing art in schools of pharmacy. Mm -hmm. If they can do this without being given the authority to teach prescribing art, can you imagine what would happen if they were to, if, if they were to be taught how to uh, prescribe in, in the school of pharmacy? Mm -hmm. Or if they are to integrate mm -hmm. in the, uh, how to prescribe drugs mm -hmm. for patients? Mm -hmm. And all these problems we are having now, because right now, a whole lot of places, like certified nurse practitioners, a whole lot of them practice independently now, mm -hmm. other the so-called supervision. And mm -hmm. the supervision, it, there is no supervision, actually. Mm -hmm. it, it's mm -hmm. only just a common plan. And many of these drugs are just thrown at these patients, like candy bars. Mm -hmm without knowing that much about mm -hmm. what they are giving to the patient. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. I, 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 I give you the instance with those uh, uh, the, the, uh, people. They, 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 they show that uh, uh, in, an, uh, uh, what do you call it, in Nicholas Hospital, mm -hmm. the Zagogian study in Nicholas Hospital, they discovered that when people are more than 30 years old, the aminoglycoside doubled in them compared to when they are less than 30 years old. These are something that the other branches of medicine didn't know. Mm -hmm. And it's only the clinical pharmacies that knew and they were able to use it for the benefit of the patient. Mm -hmm. And do you know that the drug assay, I'll give you another instance, the drug assay Mm -hmm. uh, drawing of drug, uh, the blood to sample mm -hmm. how much how much drug the patient has in their body. That is what is referred to as drug assay. Mm -hmm. Do you know a lot of places 
we are doing these things without due regards. And all it takes was for the clinical pharmacists to put their their charity, their, their mm-hmm. clinical knowledge to practice. And they were able to study and then reduce the, the problem that they were having with drug assay. At times, the drug, the, the, uh, there's what is called steady state in pharmacy. Mm-hmm. When you give medication to patients, mm-hmm. you, you might give medication to patients out about three or four times before you, mm-hmm. you get up to the steady stage. Mm-hmm. And then you have the trot and the peak. Mm-hmm. So I can see, I can hear, doctor, that you're 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 very passionate, definitely, uh, about this th- this whole domain that you've created. This th- this you know the, the the your love and passion for the 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 pharmacy profession. Just for the sake of our potential book buyers and listeners, uh, th- again, that your book is a very lengthy and a very specific and detailed book, and again, rightfully so. Um, it's it's almost like a dissertation or like a case study, right? Exactly. Now, yes. Now, um, going into that, how can what do you think would be a regular Joe? Like, because of course our listeners would ask themselves, so was it, what what is it for me, right? So, what can a regular Joe? How can a regular Joe, a regular listener? Uh, liberate pharmacy, the pharmacy profession. Thank you very much. And, and just before I go there, the bond and other studies show mm-hmm. that every time the, the hospital spent $320 on clinical pharmacy salary, they save one human life. Wow. And every time they spend $1 on clinical pharmacy study, on clinical pharmacies, they save $244 for the government. Mm-hmm. That is the bond, the bond uh, and other studies. Okay, so with regard to the question that you just asked, very, very good. And I, mm-hmm. I, I would like to appreciate you for that question. Yeah, okay. That, right, is where, that is where we are going with all these issues. Mm-hmm. You know, our representative, we vote for them. In the House of Representatives or the Senate, we vote for them. The president, we vote for them. Mm-hmm. And they are quite, they are quite responsive to the people's demand. All the things we are saying now could have been history. Mm-hmm. In, in 2008, we, when I sent the, the book to all the senators and all the uh, reps, with letters, those letters are in the new editions. Mm-hmm. The uh, Heta Wilson representative mm-hmm. sponsored a bill mm-hmm. to give to grant clinical pharmacies prescriptive authority mm-hmm. because the the demand uh, because of the, what we are just talking about now that the 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 the, 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 the more demand from the public that was why that bill died a premature death. Mm. Because mm-hmm. they, are, they don't see them, people. That is why I said everybody take advantage of pharmacy because mm-hmm. they have the money and the power. Mm-hmm. They can lobby and, or the lobbies to, mm-hmm. to their own advantage. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why I, I, I put in the book that there, there, in, in, uh, somewhere there that pharmacy is being uh, used as a uh, political and medical football mm-hmm. played and won by those who know how to dribble in medical mm-hmm. field, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's just the basic fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you, uh, so when I do have a question uh, regarding uh, that, uh, and and that's okay. that's very good that you brought that up because I would agree with you that uh, uh, in today's uh, administration, the Biden administration. Uh, um, mm. Of course, they're, they're they're known to be Democrats. Okay, now mm. um, uh, don't you think? And I agree with you. Uh, uh, th- th- this issue has become more political than ever now. Now regarding exactly. it, yes, don't you think that the pharmacy profession has been tainted or have been tainted by the reputation of big pharma corporation? Uh, the pharma corporation, I wouldn't say that. 
because that is what we are um, trying to do with this book. And mm -hmm. uh, these days, when we're talking about clinical knowledge, mm -hmm. we, want, we want to separate pharmacy from the product. Mm -hmm. The product are just the, pharma, uh, uh, the pharmaceutical industry. Those are the ones you are talking of now. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if we, the more we want to tie pharmacy to the pharmaceutical uh, product, mm -hmm. the more we end up in the same place we are now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you're saying that there should be a distinction between pharmacology, the pharma corporation, and the profession. The clinical, there should be a, a distinction, just mm -hmm. like every other branches of Nancy. Mm -hmm. Like the dentist is able to take care of their own dent, uh, their human mouth. Mm -hmm. the, the one out of 33 courses qualify the dentist to write prescriptions that the pharmacist will not even think of. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if, let's say, you give the pharmacist the authority, to do what they do best, but mm -hmm. all these things are going to improve. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. are all going to improve. I, that makes I, sense. Uh, 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 so the, uh, the, instead of you seeing numbers of debt the, the, uh, 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 close to four to six, like mm -hmm. I said before, we can bring it down to around 20. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. everybody will love that. Yes, yes the, the, definitely. That's a, that's a huge improvement, yes. definitely. Exactly. You discover that, oh, uh, the pharmaceutical the, the drugs are not the 20th. If, let's say, they start teaching all these things in school of pharmacy, and it's no longer the decathlon issue, that everybody can just go and prescribe drugs for no reason, even if they don't have the knowledge. They can just go and start prescribing. Let me tell you, uh, Dr. Uh, Warren, Kathy Warren mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. a clinical pharmacist. He's a clinical pharmacist that was a nurse. He mm -hmm. was one of the professors of the certified nurse practitioners. Mm -hmm. So he, he was one of the professors. And then mm -hmm. he said in his, in his own course that he is teaching to teach the, the, the certified nurse practitioner. He has one hour to mm -hmm. teach hyperlipidemia, uh, a drug related to diabetics, hypertension, and uh, uh, two other uh, uh, comorbidity like that. Mm -hmm. how, how much can you achieve in one hour? Even yeah. those, mm -hmm. those, the, the one I'm telling you now, those ones I'm just telling you now, in, a, uh, in school of pharmacy, each of them can even take up to one, uh, uh, one course. Mm -hmm. Or maybe can even take up to uh, hours mm -hmm. for them to discuss mm -hmm. everything. And mm -hmm. the, Dr. Freeman was giving a lecture the other day. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, it was in the hospital. They were treating mm -hmm. patients. Mm -hmm. The various branches of pharmacy were treating this patient. And mm -hmm. this patient, the white blood cells were going down. The, this, the, 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 the red blood cells, most of the things were all, all of the, they, they were popping drug into the patients, trying to revive the patients. Mm -hmm. And everything was going negative. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Mm -hmm. Friedman said, all it takes mm -hmm. was to bring one clinical pharmacist there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the moment that clinical pharmacist appeared there, he said he just looked at the whole picture and then he said, take away this, take away the, that. And that was it. Mm -hmm. The the the, the, so, the blood mm -hmm. work the, the the white blood cells begin to climb up, and the red blood cells, and everything begin to uh, 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 appreciate instead of depreciating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is what we are talking about, mm -hmm. because when you don't allow people, it's like every other branches of medicine or mm -hmm. every other thing. Can you imagine uh, the, the, uh, somebody? Uh, like pharmacists going to mm -hmm. say that they want to start exhibiting their knowledge in dentistry. They want to start taking care of dentists mm -hmm. when they, they are not well schooled in that area. It would be a disaster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, that, and that, is what, that is what we are seeing. And mm -hmm. that is what we are talking about. So mm -hmm. the clinical pharmacists need to be allowed to do what they do best. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. in, in reference to what we were saying the other time, if there were enough agitation by the people, mm -hmm. that clinical pharmacist act would have passed. Mm -hmm. And by now, mm -hmm. the clinical pharmacist would have been free to do what they do best. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So what makes you think I mean, that uh, that 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 particular bill is not pushing through? As, uh, uh, would you give yes, like specifics? It, it because the agitation, there was no enough agitation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and the the the, the Wilson that I told you wrote it, read this book twice. Mm-hmm. He saw the usefulness and he saw what was contained in it. That was mm-hmm. why he sponsored that bill. He was not, mm-hmm. She was not the only one that sponsored that bill. There were five other representatives. Mm-hmm. Five mm-hmm. others that they, they went along with her to make sure that mm-hmm. that bill was sponsored. Mm-hmm. But because mm-hmm. the agitation was not there, because, that was why I said, the people, mm-hmm. the, all those elected officials, they are quite responsive to the demand of the people. Mm-hmm. So when the mm-hmm. people start agitating for something, then Mm. They start responding, and mm-hmm. they start changing mm-hmm. their own models of parenting, the way mm-hmm. they do things. Mm-hmm. That is the problem. And uh, we just need the school, uh, the school of pharmacy, and all. If uh, you can uh, help mm-hmm. me or help us to get all these agitators mm-hmm. on the way mm-hmm. to make sure mm-hmm. that people start listening to us, you mm-hmm. will see within a short period of time that that uh, bill will become mm-hmm. law. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. moment it becomes law, that is it. Mm-hmm. Millions of human lives will be saved in in the world because mm-hmm. of this issue, mm-hmm. and thousands of human lives will be saved in U.S. because of this issue, mm-hmm. and that is mm-hmm. all we are talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that actually in the book that uh, you 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 have on the first pages of the book that you there are uh, 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 recognitions uh, about uh, from from House of Representatives and Senate. Regarding the book, and uh, specifically, I, I would want to. I, I do have questions here regarding what you what okay. what were narrated on on the on the book. But first, let me read this, and also for to give also like a somewhat like a summary to what you okay. you you've mentioned earlier. Um, one of the uh, uh, reviews that you got was from a well very well known Hollywood book reviews, and it says that. When it comes to the health profession, many people automatically associate the profession with that of a doctor or nurse. Yet there is another profession whose contributions have greatly added and aided the medical health career, and that is of the pharmacist. A scientist to you once said, my choice of learning pharmacy was driven by my interest, curiosity, and a desire to seek new medicines for patients. In doctor, uh, in 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 author Doctor uh, Patrick Ojo's book, Pharmacy in Bondage, the author uses their their expertise to fully explore the history of the world of pharmacy, from the extensive knowledge and education uh, and, and education pharmacists must undergo, and their expertise with medicine to how undervalued. To, uh, to how undervalued and underutilized pharmacists are in the medical field and beyond. The author takes the time to perfectly outline this field in full. This is a lengthy, passionate, and thorough read. The author really takes time to delve into so much of the health profession and pharmacology in particular. From the history of various branches of health and medicine to the history of pharmacy, comparing the curriculum of medical schools around the world to that of pharmacology and the expertise pharmacists have with drugs and medicine overall. This book covers the topic in great detail and yet never takes time to assert itself as the dominant as the dominant profession in the field of medicine. Instead, the author encourages readers to seek a balance where all medical professionals work together for the good of patients rather than themselves. Right? So this is a perfect book for those who enjoy reads involving medicine, health in particular, and in particular, pharmacology. In particular, pharmacists and medical professionals will appreciate the detail and will and the insight into the field of into the field the book provides. The showcases the intense education that goes into into the field. The author's expertise and knowledge shine through in every chapter, highlighting specific drug trials and cases and how pharmacology helps to bring the right medicine into the field. 
This was a detail-oriented, lengthy educational read. Dr. Patrick Ojo's novel, A Pharmacy in Bondage, is an enriching and thought-provoking read. The author, uh, the author brilliantly focuses on the ins and outs of the pharmacological field in general that most average readers would not have been privy to. That's a, that's a perfect description of your book, Doctor. Exactly, exactly. And uh, just a little correction, pharmacology, I, I want them to use the word pharmacy instead of pharmacology. Uh, okay. Because mm-hmm. I don't want uh, uh, readers to uh, be, uh, maybe uh, be confused. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Because uh, mm-hmm. it's like uh, some of that things that they also talk about pharmacy, uh, pharmaceutical, uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, when you, do, you start bringing all those issues in, and, uh, some people might be, there's uh, pharmacodynamics you're, uh, in yes. the school of pharmacy, mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. pharmacology in the school of pharmacy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, the, the, the main thing is pharm- they are all an embodiment of pharmacy. Uh, mm-hmm. So You also the, mentioned, uh, Dr. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go mm-hmm. ahead, please. I'm sorry. I want I want to be able to separate pharmacy from the uh, this, you know, the, the, those pharmacology and uh, mm-hmm. they are still part of pharmacy, but I don't want them to be the main target where the mm-hmm. people are saying, okay, pharmacology. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I told mm-hmm. you before, uh, mm-hmm. pharmacy is the oldest branch or the oldest mm-hmm. specialty in medicine. Yeah, yes. And uh, yeah. is mm-hmm. yet to be given their, uh, the full liberty to practice what they learn in school. And, mm-hmm. and all other branches of medicine, like the urology, like I told you, or the anesthetics, they mm-hmm. take less than uh, a year, well, less than a year in, in anesthetic case, and a one year uh, in the urology and all of that. So it's unreasonable mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. pharmacy will be uh, about 12 centuries, that is 1,200 years. Yeah. In the womb of medicine and not mm-hmm. be given birth to. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. unimaginable. And exactly. nobody can ever think of this. Uh-huh. What's interesting, doctor, is that you, you, you also stated on the book that my passion for pharmacy freedom and the burning desire to bring attention to the plight of pharmacists and pharmacy in the medical field made me fall victim of an internet scam and I lost about $250,000. Is this correct? Yes. Can you explain that to us? What okay. happened? Uh, well, uh, when uh, well, I was very passionate about this book, and when uh, it was produced in 2005, mm-hmm. uh, I circulated it all over the whole place at my mm-hmm. own cost. I was the only one sponsoring all these things. I sent it to all the House of Rep. I sent it to the Senate, and I sent it mm-hmm. to everywhere, and, uh, to the various news media, mm-hmm. uh, any anyone you can think of. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. somehow it was not just getting the 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 the, 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 the interest that it deserves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So and I was so because I know the value in this book, and I know how much was in it, and I was desperate mm-hmm. to push it to mm-hmm. just like you people know about it now and all of that. I wanted a lot of people to know about it. And mm-hmm. I didn't have more, much money to, to, to finance it. So, mm-hmm. and at that time, we all know that internet scam was very uh, common at that time. Even Rampant, the senators yeah. were scammed. Mm-hmm. So, and there were these uh, people that were just sending me various internet and uh, messages. Uh, that, and then the, the, uh, saying that uh, somebody has uh, a social assault, uh, a fortune that... Uh, uh, the the person uh, died, and then uh, they were taking uh, taking off. And I needed money to push this thing. Mm-hmm. I needed money to push this thing to so that it can become known in the country. Mm-hmm. So be, uh, with that, I fought victim of all those internet scams, mm-hmm. and I lost I lost that amount of money through Western Union and. Um, did you uh, lose the money because money, of money, the, the money gram, money gram. Oh, money gram so, and yeah, uh, Western West, Union. Yeah, Western did Union. you mm-hmm. did you lose the money because of the uh, the distribution, the marketing, or the 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 what specific well, part? Well, that's like what I'm saying now because I you know 
you know how much money, uh, how much differences money can make in America or in the mm-hmm. whole world. And mm-hmm. Bezos, uh, the, the owner of uh, 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 of uh, the, uh, Amazon, was able to do what he did now because of money. Mm-hmm. If the money wasn't there for him to uh, uh, do the spacecraft and then move, uh, 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 do that uh, the, uh, tourism, uh, the space tourism, if, if it wasn't, if the money wasn't there, he can't do anything. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and uh, when you realize, if uh, somebody, if I was to get the backing of people like Oprah Winfrey and all of that, mm-hmm. it would have mm-hmm. been a, a totally different ballgame. Mm-hmm. But it's only when you start investing in this kind of a thing that people will begin to re- realize the importance. Just mm-hmm. as it's beginning to come to line that. Uh, it's just that I wanted it to come quicker. Mm-hmm. Because if, let's say, at that time, I was having enough money to do television advertisement, Mm, to do mm. uh, the radio advertisement. Mm. It would have been a whole lot no. And by now, mm. people would have been talking more about it than any other thing. And the agitation that we are looking mm. for from the public and from mm. the schools of pharmacy, from the pharmacy professionals, would have been dead by now. Yes. When, 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 so, when was the year, sir? Uh, doctor, I'm sorry. When was, when, when was the year? Around, around, two, around 2005 to 2008. Mm. Mm. That was the platform, the platform way back and in two thousand and five. Guess what? Yeah, sorry. Eh? Go ahead. Sorry. What did you say? What was your uh, question? The the platform way back in two thousand and five versus today has completely changed, and um, the, the 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 we do have what we call in by, by the help of you, Arling Printing Media. Uh, through its marketing campaign, I think y- you mentioned that you need agitation, you need clout, you need uh, the noise, right? You need exactly. to create the noise from from potential book buyers, the regular Joes, the education sectors, uh, um, uh, pharmacy sectors, uh, those who are teaching uh, pharmacy as well. There is and already a body. yes targeted everybody. marketing approach. So. Uh, I think exactly. this, yeah, this podcast is one of the platforms. Like I've mentioned to you earlier, the n- no less than the author is the most expert person to talk about this the the material, right? But there are also yes. campaigns like um like uh, uh, an advertising campaign through through YouTube, through social media campaign because uh um you know. As they say, word of mouth, positive word of mouth advertising is still the best advertising you can get no matter what business exactly. you're in, right? Uh, so basically, exactly. your 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 goal here, I understand that you do, you know, and, and, and you are very passionate. You're, I must say that you are uh, the unsung hero of pharmacy, sir, of this profession. Thank you very much. Yes, and the, I, I believe that. To, let me, mm-hmm. let me mm-hmm. add to what I just said. Mm-hmm. And yes, do please. you know that um, uh, because of uh, what happened at that time, uh, the U.S. government, uh, uh, God bless America, mm-hmm. took uh, <laughs> Western Union to court, and mm-hmm. they were able to they were able to make them pay about three hundred million dollars for those things that, that those internet scams that happened within that period. So wow. Uh, they they made them pay back and recently uh, it will interest you to know that uh I got about one hundred thirty seven thousand back. hundred thirty seven thousand out of the two fifty. Exactly because I was able to produce those receipts. Wow. I was able to produce the uh, the Western Union receipt. And mm-hmm. and then the, the the others you can think of is the uh, money grant because they did not mm-hmm. take a uh, money grant to court. Uh, but MoneyGram went there. Uh, I mean, I don't know uh, what happened, why MoneyGram uh, escaped uh, the mm-hmm. problem. So, but mm-hmm. uh, recently, the uh, thank, uh, to the United States of America, I was able mm-hmm. to get that money back. I get some mm-hmm. of the, the money back, some of the money, about one hundred fifty-seven thousand. I can only imagine the 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 emotional turmoil that you've been through. I mean, exactly. It, it is, this is a quarter million dollars, doctor. Right? You know, exactly, and, exactly. And it, you can mm-hmm. imagine, at that time, I was a young pharmacist. Mm-hmm. I have not made that much. And, and most of the money that I was making was going into this thing. 
mm-hmm. was going mm-hmm. into this thing. And I, mm-hmm. I, they, some members of my family, they just didn't know what was going on around me. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. Were, they, they were saying various things that, uh, oh, what is he doing with his money? What is he doing with this and that? I just kept quiet because I was mm-hmm. the only one that knew what was going on. And it was only at the later part that I, I referred to some of members of my family what happened. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, as we wind down, doctor, to this interview, um, uh, mm. I, I'd have I do have two final questions here. Um, okay. Uh, what are the what are the steps or measures that you have done to make an impact out of this issue? Aside from besides from you know uh, bringing this to 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 the the you know uh, uh, politicians. Uh, um, And uh, again, rightfully so that you published this book because this is one of the medium to basically raise an impact. So what are the, okay. what are the messages? And I that would you very would... much appreciate if whatever you can do to make us make this thing go loud and clear to the exactly. public. Mm-hmm. And because when the public realizes uh, what is going on, then they begin to agitate for it. Exactly. Uh, and like I said before, all those politicians, they are quite responsive. The mm-hmm. moment they see the agitation coming from the public and uh, from the schools of pharmacy or from the professors of pharmacy or from the pharmacy professionals, they will start taking twice and changing the laws. Mm-hmm. And guess mm-hmm. what? The, I don't know if you have read the book. Uh, it's, I, it's took, a, uh, I, I did uh, I like a, a glance. Amer- I, took American, I took American Medical Association and American Board of Medical Specialty to court. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. is, uh, is part of the the second edition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I took them to mm-hmm. court, and uh, mm-hmm. all they could say at the end of the day is that they are not in Florida. They are mm-hmm. not the government. Mm-hmm. That was all they could say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in a nutshell, they knew they knew what is going on, and they knew where the, the whole thing is heading. So, mm-hmm. in order to just say that uh, they, they, uh, they are not they kind of uh, giving consent, they just said, oh, we are not the government that make the, the, the rules. And we, are not, uh, we don't operate in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, how big can that be? Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah. All in the, it's all in the, in the book, in the second edition, with all those uh, information. Uh, but whatever you can do, I would really appreciate it. And mm-hmm. with regard to what we were saying, Uh, right now, uh, I don't know if you are familiar with the um, uh, University of uh, California, San Francisco. I don't know if you are familiar with that. Yeah. Yes, school. I am. Yeah. You are familiar with school. Okay. Yes. Uh, that is the number one uh, university uh, school of pharmacy in U.S. Uh, it's the first, uh, because they have been in the forefront of everything. They have been in the forefront. When I mean forefront, They were the one that initiated the PAMD program, the Doctor of Pharmacy program, in 1950. And as at the time, they initiated that program. All others were reluctant to, practice, to, to put it into practice. And they were all backsliding here and there. Until they discovered that there was no other alternative than to, uh, to go along with, uh, with, uh, with the flow. Mm-hmm. Notwithstanding, When they discovered that the, uh, the, the, the utilization of pharmacies was not to the best, mm-hmm. they, they initiated the, this thing, the, the night floor experiment. Mm-hmm. That night mm-hmm. floor experiment was what led to the clinical pharmacies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The night floor experiment in California was what led to the clinical pharmacies that we are seeing today. So that mm-hmm. university, and I, I cannot overexpress anything, I already sent a copy of the book to the, uh, the school, uh, and I I want to uh, see what we can do to launch mm-hmm. to uh, to launch the book first and foremost mm-hmm. in that school. Mm-hmm. Uh, educational so sectors told, would be eh? would be very educational sectors would be very essential to the success of the book, right? Exactly. Uh, so yes. Not only um, the purpose of the book, but the surface of pharmacy are to be yes. liberated. Exactly uh-huh. to, and, to the uh, cost, uh, right? Uh-huh. And there is uh, also the, this thing that the website, and they, they are creating the other uh, website is almost created now. Uh, but it has been created, but it's not fully where mm-hmm. it's supposed to be yet. It's still, mm-hmm. We are still working on it. And mm-hmm. the website is just librarypharmacy.com. Doctor. And when yes. you get there, it says 
library pharmacy for the benefit of mankind. Okay. All right. And we will help you promote that. And um, okay. if I may suggest a a a, a um, an effective uh, because uh, I, I've been in 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 uh, the advertising field for almost a decade now, and what I when I see a book, I could almost see a potential if that particular book will be exposed to the right or the proper advertising campaign like say for example when uh when an author basically talks more about the book like interviews mm. right uh, right. reviews mm. book reviews one of the most right. popular uh, um, advertising campaign right now because of course this is a book you would want there are uh, as as good as your book is there are hundreds, if not thousands, of book in the medical field, in the medical industry, right? Exactly. So your goal here, doctor, is to make your book to not blend in, but to stand out. One of the ways to make exactly. yeah to make your book stand out is through visual advertising. One of the most effective way would be YouTube mm -hmm. advertising campaign because, of course, everyone's on YouTube right now. Uh, uh, um, exactly. There, there are if this is kind of this is a, a, a crazy trivia that a poetry book. A poem, book of mm. poems, uh, exactly. uh, which would would uh, would be very successful, very popular if they are being exposed on a visual platform, and that that platform is no less than the most effective one, which is YouTube advertising. So you may you you may probably talk to to you are link print in media regarding that. Uh, of course, again, exactly. book reviews. Mm. Uh, uh, interviews uh, are all great. You talking about your book, Thank eventually, you very much. yeah, yeah, and and I really, I I, w I would like to say in 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 in, uh, in finality that you you definitely are. Again, I'm gonna repeat that one of the one of the crusaders uh, of 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 this profession and one of the unsung mm. heroes of this profession. Exactly. Thank you. So, and, and, and just like you said, it, I'm happy that you realized what I was uh, talking about the other time about yeah. the power of money and uh, yeah. in advertising and in doing all these things. And I, that the presently, I am just trying to do as much as I can mm -hmm. to, uh, uh, little, little, uh, because I'm trying to make sure that I don't fall between of what I fall before. Yes, of I course, definitely. You need to be cautious. So you need to be cautious. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm trying to be very careful uh, mm -hmm. in, uh, in in proceeding. So mm -hmm. uh, whatever way, because it will interest you to know that I organized a protest with regard to this issue in Washington D.C. It's all in wow. the book. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was around mm -hmm. around 2003 or 2004. It's mm -hmm. all in the book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. in capital Hill, that was when we organized mm -hmm. the, uh, the protest. Wow, it's all in the mm -hmm. book. Mm -hmm. So, and, 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 and all those things, just like you say now, too, you will begin to see the light of the day, and all others will not begin to fall into places, and uh, just like mm -hmm. what you have said. So, mm -hmm. the advertisement, there's no way you can be that. Mm -hmm. Even with advertisement, you can say something that is nothing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You can say something that is nothing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there are not the sort of when you have something, when you have mm -hmm. something that is really great. So, if you have money to really push it, the sky is your limit. Exactly. The sky is your limit. That's mm -hmm. just it. Mm -hmm. No matter that how good your book is, yes, mm -hmm. and no matter how good your book is, if there is not enough noise, like, you know, uh, exactly. uh, right. So no, no agitation from the audience, because, of course, they will not exactly. be able to buy the book if they don't know that right. the, the, the book exists. And definitely your, 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 your book is definitely helpful to, to the educational sectors, to the pharmacy profession and for the regular Joes mm -hmm. to understand that this is this this type of farm this type of, of medical profession has been long overdue for its justice. Thank you. Thank right? you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Uh, and, uh, thank you very much. And I appreciate yes. everything. Yes, and well, well uh, again, uh, the book is entitled uh, "Pharmacy in Bondage." You know, when when this, I know that you you might be 
thinking of second, third, fourth edition eventually. But when the first book gets known, uh, there's enough clamor, there's enough agitation. People would will automatically, automatically subscribe to or buy the second, third, fourth edition of the book. No doubt in mind. Exactly. Right. Thank you. So, mm. Doctor. I really appreciate your time. Uh, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's a lengthy conversation, and I really appreciate it. I really appreciate your passion. Uh, again, the book is available on Amazon right now by Doctor Patrick Ojo, uh, uh, a pharmacy in bondage. Thank you very much, and I appreciate everything. And uh, your name again, please, James. Yes, my name is James. James okay. Neal. All right. Okay. Thank okay, you, Doctor. Thank you I will talk to you soon right. uh, on your future endeavors on this book. And uh, God bless you always. Thank you very much. Have a great one. Bye-bye. You too.